Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another Get Genius episode. Today, we're talking to Brandon T. Adams. He is a speaker, a podcaster, executive producer. He's an author, and of course, he is an entrepreneur. He's a serial entrepreneur at that, owning a stake in multiple companies. He's the co-host and one of two executive producers of Ambitious Adventures, which we talk about in this episode. Super cool reality television program focused on the compelling stories of young entrepreneurs um, mixed with travel. So it's a really, really cool show. Brandon was also the financial advisor to the Napoleon Hill Foundation for the film Think, The Legacy of Think and Grow Rich. If any of you have read that book, you know Think and Grow Rich and you know how life-changing it is. If you haven't, you need to. Um, in addition to Brandon's television work, he's he's the host of the most one of the most influential business podcasts, um, the University of Young Entrepreneurs. And he's, he's worked with high profile clients like Kevin Harrington, John Lee Dumas, of course, the Napoleon Hill Foundation and, and more. Um, he, he brings this incredible knowledge, which comes from his experience ranging from building and growing businesses, crowdfunding, hosting TV shows, marketing, running large scale events, networking, podcasting, management. I mean, he's got experience in in all of these things and it all came from executing on those little ideas you get from having a cocktail one night and saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. And so many of us don't do that. So we talk a lot about what overnight success really looks like what it is to execute on a vision and actually stick with it and how to become an influencer in your field and and the tools that we have available to us. And some of the ones that he thinks are critical in order to do that. And we talk about crowdfunding and of course his new show, so many good takeaways here. I kind of just sat back and, and listened. He's just amazing. And we will have all of his processes and points and everything that he talks about in our blog and in our show notes. And of course, a link to where you can find Brandon T. Adams. Enjoy the show. Hey, Brandon. How's it going? It's going awesome. I'm learning so much about you just in talking to you before the show and just like seeing all these crazy cool things that you do. We haven't got started yet. And we haven't even got started. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm going to awe you and you'll be like, what the hell? Who's I know. Why did I bring them on my show? No, I'm just kidding. And uh, I gave you permission to say whatever you want. So this could go <laughs> terribly wrong. I don't know. I know right? <laughs> all right. So let's jump in. I want to hear where you're from. Because that's kind of intriguing in itself. <laughs> yeah, it is. And kind of give us like the the you know the short version story of of how you got to be doing these crazy cool things you're doing today. Well, as a kid, I sold drugs. I sold drugs and I made a lot of money. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just totally messing with you. I grew up. I figure I, I figured I'd start the show off. Hey, you know, you got to start somewhere. No, no, I grew <laughs> up in a town of uh, uh, Garnerville, Iowa. It's in Iowa, the Corn State. And 750 people in the town, and I, I grew up in an ice business. My dad sold packaged ice for a living, frozen water. You can actually make money selling frozen <laughs> water. 
people still are like, what? That's a business? Yes, it can make you money. Um, so I grew up in that small town atmosphere. Everybody knew everybody. And I grew up in that business. So my dad started that in 1986. I was born in 89. I'm 27. So really my whole life I could see my dad start from that, from nothing, and build it up. Uh, I have a brother and sister. We both like would work in the business, but I had the most passion. I loved going with my dad on routes and like slinging ice bags down to him and and working with customers and everything else. But I mean, your development years, your young age as you grow up is like vital in how you're going to be as a, a well, uh, adult growing up. So like literally even five years old, as long as I remember, like I was learning business. I was learning entrepreneurship. So I guess I have a little bit of advantage because I knew, I saw my dad working with the customers. I saw him employees, trucks, I mean, all the bullshit you deal with the brick and mortar business. So I know the brick and mortar business side and I know the online side. I, I choose the online business side. <laughs> but I got to learn that at a young age and I always said one day I wanted to work with my father. I uh, ended up uh, buying that business out three years ago and my dad still runs it and I will talk with him. I don't do the every once in a while I'll go back and go on a route because it's fun. I miss it, but like it's it's not the best of my uh, time. But that was kind of my background. But where things changed in me and kind of led to some really cool shit that I'm doing today is, for one, I went to college. Uh, my first semester, I didn't do – like I get a 1.68 GPA. Actually, my team tells me like you shouldn't tell as many people that you get a 1.68 because they might not want to work with you because we charge like $25,000 or more. Like – well, fuck it. Like, okay, I my grades weren't the best. I learned from it, but the reason why I didn't do so well because like I didn't love the content I was consuming. And yes, I was partying a little too much and doing things what college kids do, but I was kind of lost in where I'm going in my journey. And then I one day where my life changed was a guy by the name of Cactus Jack Berenger came to my my school and I had to get extra credit for a speech comp class. And I went, and this guy spoke about how he made millions of dollars in infomercials, and he made a deal on Shark Tank with Barbara Corkin and Kevin Harrington, all these cool things. At the end, he led us all to a book called Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. You've read it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a great book. And everybody listening, if I'm going to give you the best advice of the day out of everything I tell you, go read the book. It'll change your life, and I guarantee you, if you follow it, it'll make you at least a million dollars. So I read the book. Changed my life, and at that moment in my time, I I realized like it doesn't matter like where I'm at in school. It didn't matter that I grew up in a town of 750 people. It didn't matter my situation. All that mattered is if I really wanted something in life, and I was passionate about it, and I set a goal, I could achieve anything. I looked at what Henry Ford did, Andrew Carnegie, Thomas Edison, all these people. They were no different than you and I. They were just people that made the decision. And most people think, oh, they're geniuses. No, they were people that made a decision to go after what the fuck they wanted to do in life. And they did it, and they surrounded themselves with a mastermind. So I saw that, and I'm, my head spinning. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm looking for my next opportunity. And where my first kind of like moment where I applied it was I was delivering ice one day. Uh, it was in the summer going into my last year of college, and I, it was a very hot day. I was driving. I was drinking a bottle of beverage, set it down. I went to take an air drink 10 minutes later, and it was warm. And I'm sure we've, we've all experienced this. Your bottle of beverage gets warm. I had 10,000 pounds of ice in the back of my truck, but it's time-consuming to put ice cubes in. I wanted a way to cool, easily fit inside the, the beverage to keep it colder longer, but also flavor the drink. So that day, I had this aha moment, and I invented this product called the Arctic Stick to cool and flavor your bottle of beverage. I took it to Iowa State. I spent the next three and a half years of my life and $100,000 to get it to market. And uh, I was like selling real estate in the weekends. I was working the ice business and I was even at the time working a corporate job to pay for my 
my invention, which most people had toys and, and boats and everything, I had Arctic stick. And talk about a pure like perseverance and, and passion because I spent a hundred grand on an idea before I even saw any revenue. And like so much hard work. And I was following the principles of thinking to be rich, like just keep going and don't, don't stop. And I thought at that time that I wanted to build a company that sold product. But what I learned, and this is a good lesson for your audience, when you start with something, you just got to go, stick with it. And over time, you're, you're really going to find out what you really want to do and you're going to get yourself in a better position. So yes, it did cost me a lot, a lot of time to spend on that product, but I learned a lot. I learned bootstrapping. I learned marketing. I learned most specifically crowdfunding. And on my last leg of funding back in 2014, I saw Kickstarter.com and I'm like, it can't be that hard. This guy does this potato salad thing. He raised like 50 grand. Like people raise money left and right. I can do it. I did a Kickstarter campaign and uh, we raised 26 grand in, in 33 days. Not a lot, but it paid for our tooling for Arctic Stick. And I learned that it was hard. I learned things to do. And after doing a campaign myself, I was like somewhat considered an expert, I guess, more than most people. But I saw that so many people were failing. I saw a problem. I wanted to solve it. And what I did is I made the commitment to myself. It was December 31st, 2014. I wanted to be the top in the industry as my New Year's resolution. I want to be the top crowdfunding expert in the world. And I set out to do that. So I started a podcast show and you know, I, I'm all about building your own audience. So I, I started that February 8th of 2015. I traveled the country and I would literally at this time, I wasn't making much money. I would tr go sleep in my truck. I would travel to Columbus, Ohio, California. I've been to California many times on road trips, uh, been down south to Florida, you name it. And I would interview people in their office. And I knew for one, like I was going to gain knowledge from them, experience, but also a connection with them because it might help me in the future. These are influential people. I would spend thousands of dollars and we'll bootstrap too because I'd sleep in my truck and, and I didn't spend much on hotels or anything else. But I would travel them, I'd interview them and get like 30 minutes of their time, learn from them, build up a relationship and then we'll bring that to my audience. And I did this to help build up my authority and then I ended up writing a book on crowdfunding which I think everybody should do. Write a book in your area of expertise because it helps you become more credible. If you're going to look at your competition, the one person, there's two marketing experts. One's got a book, the other doesn't. Most times they're going to pick the one with the book. So I wrote the book and uh, helped build up my brand and then from there I did something different which kind of gave me some more like TV experience. I went across the country and I went on TV on local like stations. I went on TV across the country. I talked about crowdfunding but I promoted local crowdfunding campaigns in different cities and sometimes they, they didn't know me. I just promoted them which is fun and cool and it made me different but then I started promoting my own clients campaigns and then one day I interviewed John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, big podcaster. And he, uh, like I knew him, I followed him before podcasting. And I found out that he was going to do a crowdfunding campaign. Well, I said, well, hey, man, I'm your guy. Five minutes later, we launched, which was almost a year after the, the New Year's resolution, we launched the Freedom Journal campaign. We raised $100,000 in, in 33 hours. We ended up raising 453 grand in 33 days and made it the sixth largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a book. At that point, that was my all all sudden overnight success. <laughs> like nobody saw all the shit that I went through to get to that point, but I was proclaimed as an expert. So that put me up, which led me to and then well, I'll let you ask questions, but it kind of led me into the crowdfunding. I became this king of crowdfunding. 
it led to more jobs. I got to charge what I wanted. I ended up doing a crowdfunding campaign for Kevin Harrington, the original Shark of Shark Tank, and then we did a book deal together. And then I did a campaign for my own event, Young Entrepreneur Convention. I ended up crowdfunding uh, a TV show, Ambitious Adventures, my co-host and I did. And then most recently, which we can relate to, I crowdfunded my team, crowdfunded Think, The Legacy of Think and Rich, which is the docudrama based off the book Think and Go Rich and basically like the secret. So um, I actually got asked to be one of the cast. I'm 20, the youngest cast in the whole crew. I mean, there's Bob Proctor, Darren Hardy, Lewis Howes, um, just some iconic people, uh, Grant Cardone, like the biggest names and the best. And they asked me to be in the film, but also like I saw they're going to do a crowdfunding campaign. So I've added value to them. And well, we raised 362 grand in a couple months which made it the largest docudrama, which also led to more investment. But they, they made me, and this is a cool part of my life, like they, I went to, for Napoleon Hill Day, I went to Wise, Virginia, and they announced Brennan T. Adams as the financial advisor for Think the Legacy of Think Go Rich. And I got to have dinner with J.B. Hill, Napoleon Hill's grandson. And he told me stories about Napoleon Hill that most people wouldn't even know. Like just, it's so cool. And to be on set, and they may be a part of the team, but... All that happened, all this opportunities happened because I stuck with one idea, Arctic Stick, and no, that wasn't the idea that made me alive, but I learned so much, and I stuck with something, and then crowdfunding came along, and I stuck with crowdfunding. It took a long time to be able to get that success. Most people, they go a couple months, and then they give up because it's so much work, and they, they don't see the, the needle move, but I was determined. I wasn't going to stop. And then I saw success and it built more success. But crowdfunding opened the doors for me to have leverage to really do anything. We crowdfunded our own companies, led me to add value to big influencers to be able to do other things. And now today, I'm big in the film industry and a media company. And it, it goes back to Arctic Stick. I'll never forget. Like that, it, it started with an ice company, reading a book, going through with Arctic Stick, and getting into crowdfunding. Now, like, it's crazy where things take me. But I stuck with it. I stuck with it. So many people say they're going to do something. They don't fucking do it. They, they don't. Like I'm all about it. If I'm going to do something, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to go until I do it. I'll die trying. And I guess that's been one talent or strength of mine that has helped me be able to get the opportunities I do today. You know, it's so great that you're saying this. I, I was just recently at a, an event with Victoria Labom. I'm not sure if you know who she is. She's got... Sounds familiar. She, she's an incredible um, speaker and, and coach for speakers. And, you know, she often talks about the idea that leads to the idea. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, it's the same thing. People are so scared to execute on those first ideas because they probably will fail. <laughs> they're scared of the failure. They're scared it's going to go downhill. And whatever happens with it, what they're not realizing is that that the education that comes from the failure or success of that idea leads to something else. I just did a video on my page at Brancy Adams and I, I talked about breaking even or losing money. When you break even, let's say you, you spend a hundred grand, but you bring hundred grand back. That's a break even point. Or let's say you spend hundred grand and you don't make any money back. You're still gaining knowledge in that experience that gives you something that you can use in other endeavors. And that experience with Arctic Stick made me a great marketer, taught me how to raise a lot of money, and taught me things most people don't have because they didn't go through that struggle. And with that knowledge now, I can charge $25,000 or more and get 15% of a really big raise and get opportunities thrown at me because I went through that pain and hell. So think about this. For you guys out there, girls... 
listening, just know that wherever your current situation is, it may be a grind and maybe the idea is not the thing, but take away the positive from that situation to use in your other endeavors. And then all of a sudden, that's where overnight success goes. It's like I was talking to somebody else the other day. Like you're, you're spending so much time and you, you got this business and like you can't even make any money with it and it may fail. But then all of a sudden, you jump on another idea and then all of a sudden like make 100 grand in like three months or two months. And it's like, okay, I just all of a sudden got an overnight success. But no, you've been working towards that point to get there. And I true believer that. So everybody, just look at your your past. Don't you've got something out of it? Every situation you learn something that can help you in your business and can help other people and be able to make a whole other entity out of it. Right. Exactly. So so from this story, can you tell us how how does someone take their experience and become an influencer in their field? Yeah, that's good. Um, simplest way. Uh, I, I'm going to relate to video again because I just did another video. I, I'm creating videos every single day uh, because I think right now if one lesson or anybody listening right now, you want to know what I'm invested in right now, video. Create nonstop video. Create a video every single day. Put it up on all media outlets. Be consistent with it. Video has been the biggest ROI. I mean, it makes me so much money and it builds up my awareness. It opens up so many doors. But if I wanted to become influencer, look back in time, my younger self and what I did right away is for one, your personal brand is everything. Like seriously, your personal brand is everything. Do photo shoots, do videos, create your brand of what you want it to be and put out content. Put out content out there for people to see you because if people don't see you, then they don't know to give you money. They don't know how good you are. So build up your brand. The next one is, I mean, once you know what you really want to do, like kind of your direction, find somebody who's already done it. Reach out to them. And the top one, what I found out, that to be able to charge more and be able to become an influencer is find an influencer out there, find a big name, and I'll just throw some names out there: Grant Cardone, Lewis House, I don't know Ty Lopez, uh, Bob Proctor. So I've been so I've been on their show. I'm, I'm associated with them in some way, but like pick one of them and reach out to them and don't ask them, "Hey, will you mentor me?" Don't ask them, "Hey, can I get advice?" Say, "Hey, I want to help you. You know what? I want to intern for you for free." Just want to learn from you. You know what? You got a book launch? I'll buy 100 books. I want to make you money and do it. Improve yourself. And it may take six months. It may take a little time. But in return, some people are like, oh, it's free. It's not. Because not only are you learning from somebody that knows a lot more than you, but you're gaining trust with them. When you gain trust with them and when you make them money, they will listen. Uh, when you gain trust with them and you make them money, they'll bring you into their circle. And their circle is, well, pretty wealthy. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. Once you build that trust with that influencer, they will refer you to other people. And at that point, you charge whatever the fuck you want because you've already proven yourself and you have that credibility. It makes it so much easier for you to become an influencer in your own field. So add value to somebody and help them. Help them make money. That's why I've been getting opportunities. I help people make a lot of money. And then from there, also create your own audience. I think everybody needs – we've become. you need to, in your own business, become your own media company. And this is why we just invested in a PR firm and we have a TV show, we have our own magazine, we have all these different marketing outlets to build up our own brand but also to have a value add for our clients. If they go into one of our programs, like we can get them publicity. We can help them build up their brand even more. So create your own audience. And today, like maybe you've got to start a podcast show. Maybe you're going to start a daily YouTube show. Maybe you're going to start a regular blog. 
you have to create your own audience. I don't care who you are. Create your own loyal tribe that loves your stuff, that shares your stuff, and buys your stuff. And from there, it'll exponentially grow. And the next one is just grind like a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, it's, it's, you got to keep grinding at it and be consistent and stay on top of it. And, like, the main things to become an influencer. So we do, we do this influencer accelerator program. And what I do is uh, I let 15 people in. They apply. And the top performer of the program, I fly them down to my place in Orlando, Florida, and I bring them on my TV show, Live to Grind. Uh, we're, it's airing in March, so it's on Apple TV. Um, and what we do is uh, we'll film us working together and basically like just create a show out of it. And we show them as expert. So you get 15 motivated entrepreneurs in. It's, it's $5,000 a seat, but like if they win, it's well worth it. If, even if they don't win, like they're still getting so much. But these people come in. And we have a 30-day program, and I kind of use some of the tactics from Thinking Go Rich. So we have 30 days. They get one-on-one -on -one with me, but also they get a mastermind call every week where I lead it. And I basically, we go, we're all going through the same thing. And the first week, we talk about how are you different than everybody else in the field? What makes you different than every marketing expert, every crowdfunding expert, every author? How are you different? What makes you stand out? Second week, we go over the power of writing. Blogging. If you want to become a best author, we best-selling author. Like we, people in our programs in 30 days, they write and publish their book, a 200 and some page book, and become a best-selling author. We show them how to use writing skills. The next week, we talk about the power of audio, speaking, podcasting. How do you monetize your podcast? How do you get keynote speeches? How do you get paid to speak? How do you make money with all this? We teach that. The last one is video, which is by far my favorite. Snapchat, Insta Stories, Facebook Live videos, how do you use that to make money, but also if you want to create your own TV show, how do you do it? If you do all of these, you're going to be a badass. I do all of them I'm just over the past three years. I do every single one that I teach, but if you just pick one of them, just one of them, you can become an influencer and you'll be your own niche celebrity in your own field. And that's I, why I came up with this whole program is because I did it myself and I realized one night I was, it was actually before we went on set filming in L.A., it was back in September, and I was having a vodka seven on a Saturday night playing my guitar that I don't know how to play. And and uh, I'm like, you know what? I've always wanted to do some kind of mastermind. I want to create some kind of program to teach people how I do it. Like I know how to do it, but let's see if I can duplicate it. And I did the program. I'm like, holy shit! Like when I first started again, and this is a good lesson to be learned too. I didn't like try to make it perfect. Within 24 hours, I had a landing page up, but I called it an accelerator program. It was 15 spots. A six-week program is $1,000 a piece. And I didn't know it was going to be. And all of a sudden, we filled it, and we did it. And people like, one person quit their job. Another made hundred grand in 30 days. One person, we ended up bringing on our team. And like, all these things happen. I'm like, holy shit, this works. And then, then I ended up like offered a couple packages, and we helped sold some packages. And it was, it was a good success. I'm like, okay, let's double the price. We doubled the price. We filled it again. They got success. I'm like, I'm not charging enough. Then we quadruple. We made it five grand, and then we we brought the people in, and it was great value. And then we had a, a great group of people. So the lesson to be learned there is like, just go with something. When he first started, it was a thousand dollars a seat, a six week program, and we didn't quite know exactly what we're doing. Now it's five thousand dollars a seat. It's a thirty day program, and we know exactly what we're doing. We built a multi six figure business in a matter of four months with not even like planning it. It was me having a drink and I'm like, let's run with it. And now it turned into a whole company 
because I just kept going forward and I tweaked things and I adjusted. Most people are afraid. Most people would be con- content with the whole, oh man, we 15 grand. Like, let's just keep selling a thousand. No, like go out of your comfort zone. Scare the hell out of yourself. Charge more because you're worth it and then see what happens. And that program has been huge for us and we help people become influencers. We, we help them get out there in the field and now with everything we found out, what I learn is out of all these programs, I learn from people too. Like I'm teaching them stuff, but I'm learning what most people have problems with, what they're struggling with and we accommodate to them and then we're like, well shit, let's just, let's hire our own videographer, let's, let's acquire, a, let's invest in a PR firm. Why don't we just create our own marketing platform so it's more value to our clients but also for us, like I got a book coming out in April and when we launch it, I can get all this publicity because I'm my own PR firm. Uh, it all supplements each other. But the moral of the story is, had an idea, I went with it, I didn't stop, I tweaked it, I made it where it needed to be, kept rolling with it and now we built it into a company. And most people, they try to make things perfect, just start. That's the thing, they try to make it perfect, this is what it's supposed to look like instead of just starting. That's so just funny. start, yep. just start. And then before they know it, five years have gone by and they haven't done it, <laughs> still haven't done anything. Sadly, I know. Yeah. So, you know, I I see this and I know you're the expert in, in crowdfunding. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people you talk to, to them about crowdfunding and it's just about raising money. But let's talk about how much more it is than that. I mean, talk about becoming an influencer just with a crowdfunding campaign. You can build an audience. But you have to do it. It's very strategic how you do it, obviously. There's people that have gone out there like, cool, I'm just going to post this up. I got my Kickstarter page. I'm going to send yeah. a few emails. And they're like, we've made $5. What's going on? And that was from, you know, Aunt Sally. But like, how do you, what, let's talk about crowdfunding and like how it's this, you know, genius marketing tool, really, how it helps you building your brand, building your, your audience, your tribe of fans, and how to do it the right way. <laughs> At least some tips. I know we can't get into all of it. And if- no, like I, I, got a, I got a simple way to share. I mean, it, I've learned from failures and successes. We've raised about like 1.5 million in the last year. And there's, there's our companies that have raised a lot more. For me, I'm just, my, with my goals, I want to work with people that I, like the Think Project. I totally like, and so passionate about that. For Ambition Adventures, we did our own TV show. I'm passionate about that and other projects. So we, uh, we, we learned a lot. We've learned a lot in crowdfunding. And we found out that crowdfunding is more than just raising money. We're building people's brands. We're like we're launching their companies because of what they do, what we do in crowdfunding for them is something they can use for the rest of their life. And the value of these campaigns we do, you can't even put a number on it. So to have success with the crowdfunding, I have a four-step process. And this process you can apply to anything in your life. So it's, it's a forethought. It's your utilizing your marketing plan, it's your narrative, and then it's your delivering value. If you follow for crowdfunding, you have success. You follow for anything in life, you'll have success. The fourth thought process is preparing for your success. You know, if you're gonna go run a marathon, are you gonna show up on day one or a week before, like, and just go and run it and think you're gonna run that whole fucking marathon? No. You're gonna prepare for it, you're gonna train, you're gonna like put your body through hell and train for like months. For crowdfunding, you need to prepare for your campaign ahead of time. You need to create the strategy. You need to create the page. You need to create the video. You need to put in all the work. You need to do marketing campaigns, Facebook ads, to build up your audience. You direct them, do Facebook ad, and promote them, direct them to a landing page or a website, and then you get their pixels on the back end, like you get their data, but also like you get them to sign up for, hey, sign up for 
uh, day one of launch, we'll give you 50% off or whatever you want to offer them. So you're building up your email list. So when you do launch, you have this pool of data, this pool of potential backers to call on to back your campaign. Because with the statistics, you need to hit 30 to 40% of your total funding goal in the first 48 hours. And if you don't do that, your chances of success are very slim. So that's the forethought process. The utilized marketing plan part of it is you need you need to promote to the max and it's more than just a Facebook share or tweet out going on podcast shows it's getting write-ups in in news outlets it's email lists leverage your email list or getting influencers to send out to their email list it's the it's a numbers game and then also it's it's Facebook ads retargeting and that's in the fourth that process you're building up that data and then once you start the campaign you're just retargeting them Facebook ads I mean it's all this combined uh, in your marketing plan to make sure everybody sees you so they can give you money. The next step is narrative, telling a story, and this is for anything in life. Become a great storyteller, speakers, entrepreneurs. If you can tell stories, people buy into stories. So with your campaign, have a story behind it. Your video is your best, I believe a video is the best way to tell a story. So create a two and a half minute video talking about get their attention in the first seven seconds and grab their attention and Tell them first 30 seconds why they should be even listening to you and what they're going to get. And in the middle of the video, talk about the three to four main components of the actual campaign. At the end, do a call to action and say, hey, get access to this or be a part of this and back our campaign and you can join us in this endeavor. And uh, create the video and then create with a copy a story. So tell a story. And then the last one is deliver value. Most people, they put a campaign up and they think, well, somebody's going to give me 50 bucks for a shirt. They're going to give me like... A lot for my product. They think I think my product's awesome. People love me. No, like you have to give great value. So in your reward levels, give a discounted price on your product. Um, offer exclusive opportunities. Offer them experiences. Some of the things we did for Think was people if they wanted to be uh, extra on set, if they paid enough money, they could be an extra on set for the film. There was opportunities to buy the T-shirt before any, anybody would get access to it. Like exclusive things, cool things. People thought they were a part of it. They could get their name in the credits. These are all things that are of value and people want. So when you create that in your reward levels, you're going to raise a lot of money. So that, that F-U-N, I use it my acronym FUND, FUND formula, forethought, utilize market plan, narrative, deliver value. If you follow that with crowdfunding, you will have success or much better chance of success. That's what we, when our clients hire us, we just follow that. And then uh, in life, I mean, you apply these principles to anything in life. You're preparing for your sex success. You should always be marketing. You should always be telling a great story. And if you're always delivering value to your clients, you you can't lose. So what are some of the biggest mistakes you see in, in people's crowdfunding? Yeah, they they don't prepare. They just think it's going to happen. They they have the, the mistake of they think people are just going to give them money because they like them. And even some like influencers that have a decent audience, but they think that their audience is just going to give them money right away. Now, you got to leverage a lot. I mean, when we did the John Lee Dumas campaign, he, he interviewed over 1,500 entrepreneurs, and we sent out to 1,500 entrepreneurs, past influencers, to promote to their audience. And then we promoted on a show every day. And, like, we did a, he did a lot of work to raise that money. It's, it doesn't actually just come like that. You know, it, there's work involved. Um, so people don't prepare. They don't market enough. And they don't have enough value in their reward levels. They... They do the stupid mistake, uh, the rookie mistake of thinking like people are just going to give me money because they think I'm cool and they think my product's cool. In the day, people don't give a shit. They they want what's in it for me. Like what do I get? So try to put yourself in the buyer's shoes and think about what would I, I what would I see as a 
unique opportunity that I want to jump on, and I couldn't resist not getting it. Right. And That's it, it, made it true. Them. There's the story, and people want to be part of that. They want something to show for it that they're part of the story. Yes, people love to build things together. Show you're creating a movement. Show you're, you're creating something together. And that unique experience, people pay for an experience. I, I sell experiences. I mean, you, you know this too. Like yep. People pay for experiences. They pay a lot because experiences you never forget. You'll take to the grave. I mean, think about traveling. You spend a lot of money in traveling and you're getting experience. So for me, like I'm offering value. I'm offering products. I'm offering advice. But I always make sure somebody that works with me they get a great experience that they'll never forget me and they'll tell their friends and everybody else that they had that experience. That's what it's all about. Amen. <laughs> so you've got something called Ambitious Adventures. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell me what that is? Share with us. Yeah. So I just got on a call. We're on a call today with uh, somebody on this. Uh, so I put on this event in Iowa called Young Entrepreneur Convention. We're getting ready for this to happen. It's April 21st and 22nd, so this will be our second year. Last year, we brought 100, or 500 people to Iowa, like <laughs> 500 people, and we're trying to get 1,000 this year, but this event. Is that more well, people than are actually in the town? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was my hometown, yes, <laughs> but no, it's in Des Moines, Iowa, All right. and one of the sponsors we had was uh, Greg Roulette from Ambitious.com. He came and spoke at our event, and he afterwards was like, dude, like, you know your crowdfunding stuff. Why don't you come and do a live class with me in my studio in Orlando, Florida? What three weeks later is May eleventh, two thousand sixteen. I flew down there and uh, we did a four-hour live class. And then afterwards, he's like, "I got this idea for this TV show, Ambitious Adventures." I filmed the pilot in St. Pete, Florida, and I basically what it is is traveling the country and um, through the eyes of an entrepreneur. It's like travel and entrepreneurship combined. We'll go to different cities. We'll find the best entrepreneurs in the city, interview them, make it fun and cool. I'm like, dude, this is what I already do, man. Like, I did it for podcasting, and I, I'm connected, and hey. And he's like, oh, I'm looking at crowdfunding. I'm like, ah, now I, this is why I came down here. And anyways, we made the deal to be co-hosts on the show. We crowdfunded back in July. We raised, in 28 days, we raised a little over 50 grand. We, we started filming, and we had a, a crew. It was an Emmy Award-winning crew so the, because Greg's company, they also do docu, or documentaries. Okay. Um, and so, like, it's called DNA Agency. So they did the documentary for Peter Diamandis for Visioneer. Yeah, like Richard Branson and Tony Robbins, and they're doing – they did the documentary just now for Jack Canfield and Brian Tracy, and they're working on the one for Rudy, which is pretty cool. Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, so – I always think of that. But no, like, so the, they have experience. So we had the film crew, and it's five people. It's me and it's Greg and I, the co host, and then three cameramen. And we traveled to Des Moines, Iowa, and then we went to LA. So that's where we kind of have the celebrities like Jack Hanfield, Lewis House, Carlo, I can't pronounce his last name, from all the pizza and taste made, Jake Paul, who's like a big Disney star and entrepreneur. And then uh, we went to uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, went to Winter Park, Florida, here in Winter Park. And then we went to St. Pete, Florida, where we interviewed the Maddoxes, Caleb and Matt Maddox, and then also Kevin Harrington. So we filmed season one. It, I mean, we learned everything. So I, I did the casting. We raised the money. We did the filming. Like, we did the editing. Like, we saw it all. It's so much work. But we created an awesome show. And we started setting it out. And we're, like, thinking, what's the top outlet? Like, we've talked to CNBC. We've talked to Travel Channel. We've talked to everyone. And we're trying to find the best outlet to go. And for TV, 
And one of the guys that was at our event, Jeff Hoffman, the founder of Priceline.com, he spoke at my event. He had interest, so we're talking with him, and he he's, might be helping us try to figure out the next steps. So what we're doing now is we so we did our premiere. We showed it in a theater to everybody. Everybody loved it. They're like, oh, I could binge watch this on Netflix. And so we're finishing the editing, and now we're looking to come out. We'll come out in the next couple months, but we're trying to find the best outlet to go. So Apple TV is given. We could do that. We could do – there's some other big outlets I can't say now, but like we're trying the biggest outlet, and this show is, is so cool. It's one of the coolest things I've created, and it's again, it's, it's a, a combination of like information, knowledge, but inspiration, motivation, and education, and, and entertainment. There's nothing else there like it. It's, I, it's not like a Shark Tank. Everybody's like, oh, the next Shark Tank. No, this is travel and entrepreneurship combined for millennials, but also, I mean, anyone. And uh, we created our own show. And it's weird for me to say I'm an executive producer and co-host of a rally TV show. Uh, but doing that built up my ultimate brand as an influencer. Like, people, they don't question your price. They're like, dude, you're the real deal. I, I, I get in my head because, like, it's like, ah, oh, we're just filming. Like, you know, but, like, it's a big deal. And... And then after that, it's like, okay, why don't I create my own show? I'm at it. We hired, we brought in a full-time videographer, so he'll film my everyday things. He was here last night. Like, we'll film when I'm meeting with people, kind of like Gary Vee does. Yeah. And uh, so, like, we're going to create our own personal show that we'll put on, on Apple TV. It won't be, like, as much exposure as Ambitious Adventures, but it'll be fun. We'll create content, but also it's a value add if somebody wins one of my programs or they hire me and it seems right. We'll bring them on the show and like it'll be showing us work together. It's a great testimonial and it's entertainment. Builds up the brand. It builds up awareness and it makes us more money. So it's a win in all different ways. And we've become a media company. And that led because we did a crowdfunding campaign. And it's so it's a tough world to be in. Like we honestly overcome all odds because most people, what they do is they film a pilot and they try to get the pilot picked up. And then they try to get funding to do it. And most times, it's a shot in hell to try to get the pilot picked up. Right. And then other options are you can, you can do like we did, and we just film it anyway, screw it. And the next step is, okay, do we want to self-distribute, or do we, we want to do a deal with the network? Like, there's good money in it, but it's a lot of work. And where you really make the money, even if we got a deal, like even if we got a deal with a big network, where you really make the money is, and this is where most celebrities fuck up, where you really make the money is, we're entrepreneurs. We don't market things. We will take that awareness that we get and we'll direct them back to our books. We'll do speaking gigs. We'll direct them to our content, our media company, and that's where you make millions. So that's the process. It's fun. I'm passionate about it. I, I still can't believe it's a reality and it's, it's uh, every single day I'm working at it. You know, it's such, you're, you're, I'm so, so with you on the video, obviously being a, a video company, but um, yeah. especially with, with, with yourself and it doesn't, you know, especially when you watch Gary Vaynerchuk and all of the, the videos that he puts out, it's not like it's this high quality, all the cameras, lighting and everything is set up. I mean, you can literally walk around with your smartphone and film. You can, you can have it on a tripod as you have meetings throughout the day. I mean, it today, even though, you know, Technology has advanced so much. However, people love that raw realness, you know? They love authenticity. They love they authenticity. And it's like, oh, that's that's like me. And suddenly they connect with you more because you're not trying to be something you're not. You're just being you with all your faults, with your failures, with your successes. And they're going on this journey with you. Well, I hope they're going to love it because I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm heading to L.A. tomorrow morning. I'll be there for five days for an event. 
and my videographer, videographer can't make it, so I'm bringing an Osmo, a Canon 70D, and I'm going to record my whole trip. And then I'm meeting with uh, Brian from Influensive. We're going to do a like a both interview each other kind of thing and record it. And I'm going to create a whole show out of my trip. Uh, I got the right equipment. I just we'll see how my filming skills are. <laughs> so awesome! I love it. So if somebody wants to find more information about you, what you're doing, how to learn how to crowdfund better, <laughs> yeah. How can they work with you? How can they see what programs you have? Where can I send them? Yeah, so the best way is I have a book out uh, in April. It's out. It's called Live to Grind, The Journey to the Destination, How to Have Success in Business and Overcome Any Obstacle. So it's a, a book that I've spent two years creating, and I'm really – the whole point of it is the journey. So like so many people, they caught up in the grind, and they, they get to the final destination, and like, oh, well, that's it? You got to enjoy the whole journey. So I share my journey in, in that book. I teach you how to raise a lot of money. I teach you crowdfunding hacks. I teach you literally behind the scenes everything we did with influencers. I teach you how to create your own TV show. I teach you how to put on events. I teach you all that. And uh, great book. Check it out, livetogrind.com. That's my website. If you guys want to personally like contact me, send me a snap on Snapchat, btadams18. btadams18 is my snap handle. Send me a snap and tell me what you're doing. Let me know what your business is and I will snap you back. Most people don't realize I will snap you back. So yeah, best way to find me and uh, that's about it. Fantastic. Well, and we'll have all of that, including the, the your four points, which are awesome. We'll have all of that in our blog and we'll have uh, your website, contact info, all that good stuff in our in our post and show notes. And you are awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. You are too. It's been fun. So many good things here. I'm sure I'll be talking to you soon. Definitely. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. Your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests.